0: are counting down. Everybody very excited to get to Las Vegas for the 21st running of the Supercar USA Supernationals. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Howden alongside David Cole, a special edition of the Debrief podcast, Supernationals 21. Uh, we're not going to talk about what happened last week. We're not going to talk about stuff, top news. We're not going to give you a calendar. This is just David and I kind of chatting about what will be the biggest race uh, of North America in 2018, if not uh, the biggest race around the world, over 500 drivers. I know over 500 on the pre-entry list. We, uh, David and I, have got the, the entry list here. He's, of course, been working away at the the class previews. He's been publishing them, and uh, they're going to continue to come. David Cole, massive numbers, uh, big ones, of course, in X30 Senior, uh, impressive numbers in the S2 category and Junior, and many. Uh, simply put. You know we're just days away from getting things underway in Las Vegas with our ECAN trackside live coverage. This is going to be a big one. Number twenty-one is going to be pretty solid.
1: Hey, we're it's able to drink now, right? <laughs> twenty-one years old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like that. I like that. So, hey, Super Nationals, take it easy. It's your first time at twenty-one in Las Vegas. Yeah. Smart.
1: Yeah. Ma- right? Make sure you're taking cabs. <laughs> Don't do any crazy walking down the strip. <laughs> That's right. You know, they, they have, the, yeah, true, yeah, so, uh, yeah, start slowly, you know, a couple drinks here and there, don't do shot, 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 I mean, come on now, be a pro,
0: be a pro. That's right, and listen, send us an email, and we'll tell you a couple of the people to stay away oh, from yeah. within the industry, I'm no. not going to say any names, don't say any names, David, but they know yeah, who they me. are, and those are the people to stay away from, because we've had our uh, time with them ourselves.
1: <laughs> no gold schlager.
0: <laughs> no gold
1: No vodka red bulls. No Jaeger no, Bombs. No. No no rump, no rumple mitts either. Rumpel mitts, no. that'll kill you.
0: No, no rumpel mitts at all. No. You're right. All right. Let's big. This is gonna be a big weekend or a big week essentially, right? Everybody kinda rolls in Saturday or Sunday. Uh pro tour banquet on wednesday night i'm emceeing that that's going to be a good time to be able to really you know celebrate the championship performances of, of some great drivers uh, on the entire pro tour uh, but the thing about the supernats and again david first year in a number of years where it's not part of the pro tour standalone event all bets are off you're not drivers out there aren't worrying about you know getting the points they need to win a pro tour it's all about just going for the for the gold on, on super sunday
1: well, the banquet's going to be different for me and for a lot of people who haven't been in the sport as long as you, or at least with Su- Scusa for this long, because it is an event where we can just go and kind of relax. And, you know, it's not a rush-rush sure. rush Sunday night deal where, that we've done every year for the Pro Tour since it began in 2010. <laughs> I mean, you, you've you seen the behind-the-scenes right. stuff right. from 2010 to yeah. now. It's just been – it's chaos Sunday night, and then it, and it all – Unload when we go up to the, when we used to go up to the, uh, the tower at Rio. But now, uh, with it being the, uh, yeah, that Wednesday night, you know, we'll be able to get done on track, come back over to the Westgate, do a little cleanup, get dressed looking good, and, and then honor the, uh, the people who have done well in the 2017 season.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Let's Dave, obviously the, the kind of focus here, you're working your, your butt off on previews that are of course coming out on eCardingnews.com to fill everybody in on on the categories Some some great names, uh, awesome names coming into play. Some names we haven't seen in a while coming back. Some race car drivers coming back to, to have some fun at the super Nats drivers, of course, moving up as well uh, into from Mini to junior. There's a number of drivers that are making the move at the super Nats, Like we see a lot, uh, let's start with Micro, Dave. Uh, the Micro Swift category, 36 drivers uh, set to go in Micro. Um, I'm pretty excited. There's, there's some names. Last year's winner ba- is back, Vinicius you know The guys that we expect to be quick, Brandon Carr, Elliot Cox, Caleb Gaffera, Frankie Idavea, Christian Miles. There's What a field of 36 drivers.
1: Yeah, this feels going to be a lot different from what we saw last year. Last year being the inaugural year that we had the micro category, so a lot of those drivers being at the Supernats, probably all of them, f- for the first time at the Supernats. So it was a little, a little bit of a of a growing pain type deal through the event, and then also yeah. when in the main event when the rain came. I mean that that the first turn, <laughs> no doubt, the, the first turn for that class was was utter chaos when they hit the turn because they couldn't turn. It was it was completely wet. It was you know, it's,
0: spinning, and yep. you know
1: you get these kids soaking wet, and they're maybe fifty pounds. So how are you going to steer a two hundred and fifty pound cart into the turn? So um, good point, very good point. So yeah, but a lot of so a lot of these kids now have two years of experience behind them, uh, going into Vegas now. So it's going to be a lot more competitive, I think, this year than what we saw a year before.
0: It's funny you know you you know I've had a chance to you know go to some different events throughout the year I was at the Texas Pro Car Challenge series I was up at can am as well and you look at some of the regional you know the young regional guys that you expect to be quick you know I got a chance to watch some of these drivers run regionally as well there's there's a lot of really good drivers that are going to be in the into this uh, this particular uh, Super Nats, David and I think it's always tough for us because especially the younger categories you know when we try to pick maybe a top five you never know which driver is going to get to a temporary circuit parking lot race like vegas and be extra comfortable a lot of these kids have never had a chance to run uh on a temporary circuit with the walls you know and the barriers the barriers all over the place some of them just pick it up and really really run with it you're, you're never really sure who's going to kind of come to the forefront
1: yeah but i i still think the guys that have the more experience are going to be the more comfortable ones yeah uh, especially at this age i mean maybe many might be a little different but uh but but these kids are the youngest ones next to kid carts so it's you know, some of them have just been one year out of kid karting. So, it. you know, this, the, the Vegas venue is something new for a lot of these kids. So that's where I think those who have been in this category for over, you know, more than a year are probably going to shine. Like your Sebastian NG, your Gafar, your Elliott Cox, your Brandon yeah. Carr. I mean, Parker DeLong, that's one driver that we saw at uh, the Lancaster Grand Prix come out and, and just come through with a win, so he might be one to watch uh, that we've seen on the West Coast that uh, steps up in Vegas.
0: I, I agree. It, isn't that event one we always look at, right? The that Streets of Lancaster Grand Prix, just what six weeks away, uh, you know ahead of the Supernats, and you never know who's going to turn it up because they they've been there, been comfortable there, long straightaway, six hundred and fifty feet at that race for those drivers. And they come to Supernats. You're right. Parker DeLong could be a guy that maybe is able to step up and get the job done. We're not sure. We'll see what happens when they roll out there. But, uh, again, Carr, Cox, Gaffera, uh, Vinicius Tessaro, Mateo Rubio Luengo, I think, as well. Um, you know you're missing drivers when you're just kind of scrolling down here. But, man, just such an opportunity for some kids to, to step up. I'm excited about Micro. Should be fun. How about Mini. Uh, 36 drivers in Micro, 69 drivers in Mini-Swift. <laughs> it's hard for us to even start throwing names out because there's so many good ones. But I think Mini-Swift is going to be good. What are, what are your thoughts? Well, th-
1: this field is is stacked. I mean, we have, just to, not to mention, three world title winners. We have De- Diego LaRock, yeah. last year's Mini or Micro Max world champion or world title winner. We have Brent mm-hmm. Cruz, who just won at the IME International Final. And we have Connor Zillage, who won at the Rock yep. Cup international final. So we have those three drivers in this field, not to mention uh Carson Morgan, our Pro Tour champion. I mean, that I mean, that alone, like that could be your podium right there. Add in some wild card, and that's your podium.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Isn't that nuts? I love it. I love it. It just it's <sighs> When you see these kids, like you, you know, you, you mentioned David, the World Championships, these kids have already been put into the the pressure cooker of running on the world level, and, and you know those are World Championship events. Obviously, scuza is this uh, Supernats is this amazing event, and there's so much pressure on that race as well. You got to believe that su- the success that they were able to show, and even, not even just those those that had success, but those that went over there to the I M E race and the Rock Cup race and were put in that kind of pressure situation. That's really, I think, going to pay off when when they try to find their way to the podium. Without a doubt,
1: centered. I mean, as I was telling somebody uh, at at a race a couple weeks ago, our, um, how, sh- how should I say this? Our embrace of the cadet categories has helped us on the world stage, as we as we sh- sh- just showed with those three drivers. Not to mention, Logan Sargent yeah. was another driver that came up through the cadet ranks here and and was successful in Europe. But a number of the drivers that we have in that 12 and under age range, it's, it's phenomenal. And, you know, I don't want to say that's where a lot of teams focus, but that's where a lot of these kids are learning the racecraft and and learning how to be fast where other places in the world didn't quite incorporate cadet racing as much as we did.
0: Yeah, it didn't put it so much on a pedestal or, or so much put the focus on it to make sure uh, that these young drivers were, were really starting to develop as they have. And I think you're right. I think the, the level of development out of the drivers we've seen coming through micro than into mini, and that's kind of starting to play it out in the junior ranks as well where we're getting really strong junior drivers. But you know, David laid out some names for you in the mini category. It's uh, It's going to be crazy to watch 69 of them. And, of course, only 44 plus the guaranteed Super Sunday starting positions uh, will find themselves in the main event. There will be a last-chance qualifier in Mini, and uh, I think we all we all know what last-chance qualifiers are like. Uh, we're moving up the order in terms of numbers. we got Micro at 36. David, we've got Mini Swift at 69. How about 79 drivers on our pre-entry list? Now, we're not talking about walk-ups either. We're not talking about guys that have come in later because we just found out about a junior Uh, that we didn't know was going to be there but actually going to show up right now but David 79 so 80 drivers going to be in junior uh, x30 right now this again such a high level of competition and you and I just found out that Dylan Tavella is actually coming back as well for junior
1: well Tavella being the new scusa pro tour champion definitely has to be coming into the event now that we know he's going to be there as one of the favorites uh, the, yeah. the kid has, was always a contender and cadet, never quite was able to get a championship or a victory at, uh, at Vegas, but now he's coming into his last carding event, as he says, even though he already said he was done, <laughs> but we've seen other people retire and not retire and stuff like that. Not to throw anybody yeah. under the bus Kyle, Kyle Kalish, but, um, uh, <laughs> But Tavella definitely will be yeah. one of the favorites, and, and you can't, but you can't look past last year's winner, Tyler Gonzalez. I mean, the kid has been phenomenal all yeah. season long. Didn't quite have enough at the Scusa Pro Tour to win there, but he's won the Florida Winter Tour title. He's won at the U.S. Rotex Grand Nationals. He's done well in Europe racing over there. Uh, I mean, there, there, there would be this would be the first time anybody's ever repeated as a tag junior winner at the super nationals. So I, you know, I have to say that Tavella and Gonzalez come in with even odds. Like it's 50, 50 between them two. I would almost take one of them two over the field. Uh, I think they're, those two are so good.
0: Well, well, okay. That's bold. I like that. Now, Let's, so let's look at some of the field then. So if we go back and look at the field, let's look at a Trey Brown, who has been very good all year long. Oliver Calvo continues to step up. You know, you got Jack Crawford coming back, uh, national number two. How long are we going to see Jack remaining carding? He's been doing some legend racing as well. But yeah, you throw Jack Crawford in there, uh, continue down. You get Jagger Jones coming back. Jagger's gone on to do a bunch of stock car racing recently. Jagger's coming back as well. Here's a kid that's got a lot of maturity. Max Kowalski. For Franklin Motorsports on the Merlin. You got to expect that Kowalski could be pretty quick here as well. David, there's, when you pick those two guys against the field, there's some pretty strong guys in Junior next junior, right, 30 uh, you know,
1: I'll, I'll back it up come Super Sunday. I I, I have confidence in those two, but <laughs> another name to throw out there is Zane Maloney. The Barbados driver has been racing in Europe all season long. His first yep. year in the Junior category, and he finished fifth at the World Championships in OK Junior. So this, this kid coming back to the United States to race at the Super Nats, I mean, that's that's obviously one name that you can watch. I mean, we've seen that happen with, you know, Logan Sargent being successful there and coming over here to, to Vegas and winning there. So that, you know, that might be one of the one of the drivers in the field that might upset my uh, prediction.
0: What about a couple drivers that are jumping up out of uh, the mini-Swift class into X30 Junior here this weekend? One of them, of course, being uh, Reese Gold, the other being Luca Mars. Now, Luca's done some, he's dipped his toe in X30 Junior a little bit. But there's a couple of drivers with some pretty good pedigree that said, you know, you know Mars has done a little bit of it. I'm not sure if, if Lucas, I mean, or other, if uh, Reese has been able to get uh, any racing in, in X30 Junior. But wow, that's a big, it's, I don't want to say it's a big step. It's it's a natural step up into Junior. But you've got a couple of kids here at the very forefront, as you said, when you talk about, uh, about uh, like, Tyler Gonzalez and Dylan Tavella. They've got that experience in X30 Junior. They will be tough to beat. But we've got a couple of mini graduates, I think, that that could impress.
1: Well, it, you know, it depends on on what happens. I mean, we've we've seen it both ways. We've seen them graduate up and fail, and we've seen them graduate and do well. I mean, this year was a perfect example. Last year's mini winner at Supernats, Thomas. Ne- ne- uh, how do you say his name? Damn it, Thomas Navo. Navo, forgot the P is silent. Don't sorry. worry about
0: the P. He's from he's yeah. from Quebec. Thomas I know
1: Niveau. it's it's a Quebec talk. I can't do it. Um, I know it's all right. It's but to- I'm yeah, to- I'm Canadian. That's why I'm here? I, mean, I mean, Thomas was came through and, and it was kind of a, a surprise win at the Supernats, but you know, he was, he did a very well, he had a very strong cadet career, but uh, he struggled all season long in junior, but you got another kid like Tyler Maxson, who was the mini swift pro tour champion last year. And he's steadily gotten better. And we, we've seen him already win in WK competition and, and podium at the summer nationals. So gold and, uh, and Mars, I, you know, Mars has already proven to, to be quick on the junior cart. So we'll see if gold is, is either a failure or a success.
0: Yeah, and you're right. It's that you, you mentioned the cart, too. It's that transition in, into the junior cart, which I think is interesting. I, I'm excited to see, I'm excited to watch those different groups of drivers. Drivers, we know it's that their turn to kind of step to the forefront and win. You get a kid like Tavella. And, some, and Jones and some of these guys who have already really moved on and are dipping their toes in cars. What's what's it going to be like when they when they come back? Tavella not so much coming back. He's getting ready to go to F four. They've done some testing, um, and then you got that other group of young drivers who are either ready to come to the forefront once these juniors leave the the top, junior, you know, the older juniors leave, and then you got the guys that are just coming in from Mini. I love the fact that you have those kind of different tiers. Uh, of drivers, in terms of experience, and I think when you come to the Supernats, that really kind of throws everything out of whack and I love watching how each one of them slot into it, especially once we get you know into qualifying on thursday we 're going to see where those drivers of the seventy nine or eighty we have at this point where they 're going to slot in that 's always exciting to see now if we stick again with our progression up age wise in the Iami categories let 's go to even more drivers eighty and x thirty junior. David, on the entry list right now, I know they say they cap it at 88, but they normally go a little higher because sometimes there's, you know, there's always maybe 10% um cancellations near the end. They've got 96 drivers, I believe, registered for X30 Senior. Uh again, same kind of thing. We've got some great drivers coming in internationally. We've got some absolutely stellar drivers here uh domestically in North America uh we've got some guys that we haven't seen in a while coming back to play like Neil Alberico who's a former driver in the Stars of Karting but now is an Indy Lights driver uh you know winner in the USF 2000 series winner in Pro Mazda uh, I love seeing Neil come back but man David this I mean, as we were going you know I was prepping for this podcast just checking off you know besides some names like this is ridiculous how many good drivers we have in X30 uh senior
1: well that that it's, it's the class to be in, I mean, it's what you want to be in. You want to go from junior to senior. And, and you you mentioned the guys coming back. This is the class. They don't want to be in KZ. They want to be in this class. They want to prove that they still have <laughs> the skills and the swagger to come against race these kids. You know, we're talking Jake Craig, Brandon yeah. Jarzakrak, Ryan Norberg. I mean, you got to start with those three domestically as the top three drivers. I mean, they're top three in our rankings, top three at the Skuza Pro Tour. Craig coming back as a defending winner. I mean, last year was, was a great emotional win for him, but now he wants to duplicate that. I mean, once you win it, you want to win it again. You don't want to stop. And you know, he wants back to back Jacks, baby. He wants to go back in and win it. And because, you know, he's another driver that's looking to do what Neil Albarico is already doing, moving up the Mazda road to Indy ladder. So this could be maybe his last super nuts for a while before we see him back. Um, you have True. another name coming back, Christian Brooks. I mean,
0: <laughs> I knew that's where you're going. Mean, yeah. I mean,
1: this kid, you know he he he's the real deal in karting, and now he's he's proven it in the in the Red Bull Gro- Global Rally Cross. I mean, a vice championship in the Lights program. Yep. He's gonna come back, get in the car, and it's gonna be like it was nothing. I mean, he's already shown it at the at the LAKC race that they just had last month. Came back and waxed the field there, so. Uh, you, you can keep going down the list uh, of drivers who are in contention. I mean, Braden Eves won twice this year. I mean, this this kid yep. went over and finished top 10 at the Rock Cup International Final. Now he's got the support from the VMI, uh factory program. I mean, the sky's the limit for this kid.
0: How about some of the other guys that we're just re- regularly seeing up front in, in the X30 senior categories, like an Alex Bertignoli, like a Zach Holden, Um, you know, now gone to do a little bit of car racing, but you know Brandon Lemke, like David Malukas coming back. David, you know, did a year in USF 2000 last year. Ryan McDermott, Kellen Ritter, like you just go through these names of guys that you know are going to be strong. Uh, AJ Myers, you know, here's a uh, Pro Tour winner as well uh, on the TB Cart USA entry. Uh, this is Dante. You again, of course. What I'm working on here is alphabetical. So as I get my, as I get down to the bottom, here's Dante coming off. An amazing run at the Streets of Lancaster Grand Prix wins there, which again we always know is a good precursor to Supernats. Goes over to Europe and does so well over there as, as well. Man, Dante could be ready to break out. This could be big.
1: Yeah, he he was obviously one of the top junior rookie or senior rookies this year, along with Alex Bertignoli. Yeah. So so those two are fighting to finish out the year as the top rookie, and and I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Bertignoli loves Supernats. His first year, he was on the podium in junior last year return to the podium to win the, t- the junior title. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Bertignoli and you definitely contending for a podium finish.
0: You look at some of the veterans that we're going to have back again, former winners like Andre DiCastro. Uh you know, obviously he's going to come back and try to do it again. and he, He's always incredibly quick. Uh, a non-winner yet, is he maybe the favorite for a lot of people to finally break that goose egg? David Serra. What do you think with David?
1: Uh, I, you know, I, you know, you, you want, I mean, he was so close last year, but you could tell the cart just kind of went away from the year before that same type of deal where the cart just kind of went a couple mistakes here and there. You know, I, I, you, you don't want to say it's age because this guy has had definitely has the skills to win. Yeah. No doubt. So, and it's, and it's not about, I don't know if it's desire that's, that's kind of limiting him. But he comes in wanting to win this race every year. And it's been that way, I think, for a decade now. And so, I mean, even the race with him and the Castro I mean, that was one of the craziest finishes I think we ever saw.
0: And, you know, one of the things we I love about karting, we talk about it all the time, it doesn't know if the driver's a man or a woman, if the driver's 15 or 55. So I don't really think age plays into it. Again, it's just... When it comes down to the supernationals, you have to have all your stuff together. And if you've just missed a little bit, if the engines off a little bit, if the if you missed the if you missed the jetting a little bit, if you just missed the setup a little bit, that's really all it takes. We've seen David Serra be so close so many times, but then sometimes he's you know maybe back in sixth or seventh or has trouble. The car goes away early. You know you you we not have talked about that how he's been in different places just depending on on what you hit and this the level of competition is so high that I don't think you can make that mistake. And I think that's really what it comes down to. You know, David, it's just you have to be on your game. And for a guy like Craig to win last year, or you go through any of the list of guys that have found ultimate success at the Super Nationals, it really was all about them being absolutely perfect, putting themselves in the right place to be able to go win that race. Because that's you have to get yourself in that lead group, as we always see it kind of stretch away the last couple of laps.
1: Well, I think now with the X30 engine, you have to at least be in position, like you said. Because before yeah. we've seen drivers where they were able to walk away, and it was more engine performance than anything, really, maybe maybe a whole combination of the whole package. But obviously, the engine being perfect helped them pull away.
0: Dave, think- Dave, how many time how many times did we talk about the fact that back because you're talking obviously back in the in the tag days when we had the different engines, right? Whether it was the Rotax or you're on the Leopard or you're on the Rock or or on the Moturi, whatever it was on, anytime. As soon as the track layout came out, everybody would say, oh, it's a Rotax track. Oh, that's a rock track. And that was that thing, you know, maybe, maybe you weren't a rock driver. Maybe the track didn't suit you. Maybe that kind of played that way. We don't have that anymore. The X30 senior category, having the IAMI, levels that playing field and gets rid of that dynamic, which I like.
1: Exactly. That's what I was getting into. And, and for Craig, it wasn't so much a great event leading up to the main event. It was just that he put himself in position on Super Sunday. And that's really what you're – I mean, yes, you, your event can be ruined Thursday by your qualifying, but as long as you stay out of trouble, especially in this field with, with 88, more than 88 drivers now, stay out of trouble, drive smart, not make any bonehead mistakes, and, and you can put yourself in position on Super Sunday. It doesn't have to be one in the first corner, first lap.
0: If we just throw a couple of names out again, as I'm going through here, we look, you know, a couple of guys coming in from Great Britain. We got Ben Barnacote, uh for Fullerton, USA. Uh, we're going to see the debut of the new uh, Cart Republic team with Danny Carroll. Uh, other drivers, you know, I just you look at PKC California PKC champion Nikki Hayes will be there with Phil, uh, Phil Giebler Racing. Austin Garrison on the comp kart for J3 competition. He was really good uh, at the streets of Lancaster Grand Prix. Michael D. Orlando for J. Three, or rather Nicholas D. Orlando for J. Three as well, coming into play. It's, I'll tell you, this is going to be big in, in X. Thirty Senior. I, it's all bets are off right now. I have no idea who's going to win this thing. I just, I'm just excited to see them get rolling because there's just so many strong drivers here. That front half and qualifying. you hit it bang on. You have got to qualify well on Thursday if you have any chance.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to make any predictions in this class. It's 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 kind of like
0: it's kind of <laughs> like the election process.
1: Too close to call.
0: Yeah, let's uh, let's move to X30 Masters. Uh, this is a category that really has, I think, continued to grow, and I think it says a lot for for Supercar USA and how. They really have been one of the organizations out there. There's not many that that put a lot, of, a lot of focus on the Masters categories. You don't see that, of course, in WKA. You don't see it uh, so much in the USPKS or whatever it may be. But they really have a good Masters program with both the shifters um, and the X30 categories. Dave, this this was a category that was always the first. It was 44. When it, when it was one race group, X30 Masters sold out in a day, in five or six hours, six, seven, eight hours. Boom, people were on it. They finally decided to open it up. They they tucked uh, S two down to forty four because it really was not really that much over forty four every time. Sixty eight drivers in X thirty masters. Dave, this category is flirting on getting up to that you know that 80, 88 deal where where you're packing up two groups. It's I love seeing it. You know, you and I are both masters age drivers. I love seeing it because I think those are the, these are the guys that are are in karting because they want to be in karting. So I like the young kids where they run juniors until they can clamor their way into a race car because they, they want to be the next car driver or Formula One driver. These are guys that race go-karts because they love racing karts. And I think that's what I love about the Masters classes. And you look at this year, again, we've got all the top guys coming back. You've got past winners like Kip Foster and Leonardo Neen Cotter. Um, and we've got some guys moving up. There's a couple names when you scroll down here that I was waiting to get to X30 Masters because they're, I think they're going to be good. A guy like a Matt Johnson. This is good. this is going to be a fun year to watch. I think.
1: Well, just just to start off, the top eight from last year's final are in the field again,
0: and that's that's what we're seeing. Yeah, nobody ever graduates. No. Nobody graduates at the next thirty masters.
1: All we see is more <laughs> challengers come in, more challengers come in, and that's why the yes. that's why the field keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And like you said, these are guys who yeah. just want to race. They don't, you know, they just want to go out yeah. there, race carts, go home, have fun. You know, and, but it's very competitive now. I mean, before it was more of a gentleman's class. Now it's, it's very competitive. And like you said, we have some young drivers coming in now, graduating, like a Jess Peterson who's, who's coming in and be like, hey, I'm here to wax y'all. I'm ready to take this from all you old guys and win it. Because this is a guy who's, I mean, think <laughs> about it. Jess Peterson's been racing before Stars of Karting was even started. Like he's been on the national seat yeah. for a long Step time. Aside, so it's, he's like, this is, this is my time to shine
0: let's throw travis irving in there as well travis was a top junior and s2 driver on the supercar usa pro moto tour in 99 2000 2001 so travis has been around forever he's come back found the love for it again and man was he ever strong throughout this season travis you know a national number plate holder for this year i think he's going to be really good as well but you're right you got some young studs uh that are coming into this category now that are really going to I think they're going to challenge some of these veteran drivers who are used to winning, like a guy like Kip Foster. But again, I don't care how I don't care how old Foster is; he's still easily one of the best Masters drivers in the world right now.
1: Well, him, Derek Wang, Leonardo yeah. Cotter, Renato David, who won last year, uh, Eduardo Dieter, who was the mm-hmm. provisional winner until a penalty dropped him out. I mean, these guys they've they've raced against each other now for probably the last 5 to 6 years in this in this class yeah. if not around the world at Rotax and IAMI and all these other events that go on. So these guys they they like racing against each other but they love beating each other more, I think.
0: Yeah, other guys that have shown well, of course, uh, this year uh Laurent Tumardan, double winner. Uh, in fact, our driver of the month at e is double winner at the summer nationals at Newcastle. Uh, Vace Tatikin can always be quick. The, the Crow show, John Crow, always in the, always in the hunt for sure. Um, I, you know, Darren Marcus coming out, finally going to run in the masters category. Darren's been running, uh, S2 in the shifter cart category. Another guy that was a race winner in the Promoto tour, I think it was 2001 or 2002. He won at Jacksonville in the S1 class. Uh, you know you got just some guys here what a, again we 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 just keep we can just keep reiterating guys like an eric jackson uh, as i scroll down through the names just there's so many guys that that just have been around for so long that if they hit their marks they're going to be in a fight for the podium fight for the top 10
1: yeah donald Durman. uh he's a, he's another one coming Derman. in the race i mean he yeah. we've seen him win tw- two championships at the challenge in america so him coming yep. into this mix, like that, that could throw things around. You know, he could be one of those guys who hasn't been in the mix before to come through and, and be in in the shop for a podium. So, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I would put my money on a lot of those guys that have been here before. But you put in Durbin and Peterson and Irving. I think those are probably the three leaders uh, coming in to mix up, get some of these older guys out of there to uh, <laughs> to try and fight for the win.
0: <laughs> let's uh, let's give some props to the only indianapolis 500 starter who will be in the super nationals this year and that's pippa man pippa's going to run with top Cart usa in the number 58 machine so it's good to see pippa coming out to run with us she has a, a storied carding career i'm thrilled to have her coming out to run x30 uh, masters at the event i think it'll be fun to have her there all right dc uh i amy done let's roll into uh stock honda let's start with the the stocker classes uh s4 supermaster let's go there first because uh you know we got some great drivers in the s4 supermasters class and to be honest you know we we always talk about how that the s4 class is kind of transitioning s4 the pro drivers are getting even more pro because all these guys that were you know 26 27 28 a couple of years ago are now into the into in, you know, the past 30 and they're going to run s s4 we kind of saw a shrinking of that a little bit of the pro tour because there's just so many really good guys at the very pointy end of that grid um s4 supermaster 45 years of age and older and there's a couple of badasses that are making their s4 debut first and foremost being bonner moulton i think i think Bonner's going to shake things up he's a three-time winner at the super nationals going for number four uh he's run every super nationals this will be number 21 uh for bonner i think putting him into the storyline here for supermasters really changes everything
1: well, it definitely does because we've seen Robert Marks dominate this category the last two years, winning the Pro yeah. Tour both years and winning last year's Super Nationals. So Marks has been the leader, and I think Bonner's going to come in and steal it. I mean, he, he really – obviously, he still has the ca- capability of running S1, and that's the type of talent that Bonner really is. He's not much of a writer, but he's a great racer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he, easily, you know, obviously a storied – uh, name when it comes to supercarts, USA competitions running every super nationals. you know, when I first started with the organization calling the races back in 97, 98, 99, uh, you know, he was on the very first podium at the super nationals. (laughs) So he's been around forever. He's just an absolute talent. And and he's, he's definitely going to be the guy to beat, but we've seen Robert Mark's challenge before, you know, he takes, he takes a lot of pride running S4 at some of the regional races going head to head with guys like Rob Logan. Um, and I think that that keeps him sharp. And I think that obviously Marks is going to be in the fight. Uh, you got Nick Firestone coming to play. Rod Clenard has been good all year long. John Crow's going to run again. Mike Jones, definitely uh, not out of the picture whatsoever. National number two, of course, Marks national number one. Mike Jones is going to be a guy, if he's on his game, I think that'll they'll be able to go. You know, you get a guy like like Mike Jones, animal style Mike Jones, I think he's got a chance to win this thing.
1: Well, as long as he has enough double-doubles... No? He should be in the hunt,
0: but true. no, he's, he's, he's true. Been, true. He's, he's hot. As, he's hot
1: as chopped well, without chilies. Without a doubt. With a little iced tea on the side.
0: <laughs> no <laughs> but, doubt. Uh, I think he's got a chance. Hey, and the DKC team has been good. You cannot deny how good the Dallas Carding Complex Sody Card team has been this year. They have with Jake French, with Riley Dickinson, they have been ridiculously good. So I, I, I like Jones in the, in the mix as well. No doubt about that.
1: But Jones Jones has had success at the Super Nationals before, so it'll be it'll be good to see him in this category making his debut at the Super Nationals in this category because we yeah. we've seen him challenge marks all season long. So I think I think the the atmosphere of Vegas will probably amp him up a little bit more uh, because he was kind of you know he was kind of more relaxed throughout the year, which was good because normally Mike Jones is a little wound up. You know, haven't you know when you eat, don't
0: kick it, whatever you do, don't
1: don't touch his helmet. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Don't touch his helmet. So
0: don't touch his helmet.
1: So, um, but I, yeah, I really, I I digress. I really think, you know, I, I had Crow as as a favorite last year because I thought Crow was going to come in and steal the show. But so I, you know, you got Marks, Firestone, Crow, Bonner, and Mike Jones. I mean, that that's probably your your fight for the for the victory and the podium spots.
0: I don't disagree with you at all. Let's uh, let's move to S four. Thirty years of age and older. The uh, master stock Honda category 24 drivers in the field and, and again we you know let's I'll just throw some names out David we can discuss John Cavacuti former pro tour champion race winner Renato David we know what he can do Chris Jennings uh, top driver former winner at the Super Nationals Ryan Kinnear last year's national number one national number two this year Rob Logan coming off a huge win at the streets of Lancaster Grand Prix Mike Mantel always incredibly quick Former S4 champion, uh, Jimmy McNeil. Jordan Musser, your national number one uh, plate holder. Alan Michelle, a Pro Tour winner. Uh, Ben Schumerhorn, national number three, has turned up the the ranks. And the new guy coming into S4, Ronnie White, in the number 71. It's 24 guys. It's not a full field, but it is a group of badasses. And uh, I just gave you, what, 10 names, and any one of those guys could win this race.
1: Well, I mean, the last one, Ron White, I mean, who thought we would see Ron White in S4? I, d- I never thought we would see this happen, to be honest.
0: Yeah, he kept hammering. And you know what? He continues to run S1, but he's age eligible to run S4. Why not make the transition, get into it? I think he's going to run S1 as well. I think he wants to run both categories, and he yes. can, which is great. So, but he's definitely ready to, you know, let's, let's move to S4 and have some fun. Go wheel-to-wheel racing for the lead. Um He's a top ten driver in S one, it out with the boys here. Get get at it with with Kinnear and and, and Musser and Cavacuti. This is going to be a blast to watch Ronnie White in there. You know, going at it, elbows up, a tornado. Well, you don't. Know, you got
1: to you got to believe that the guys in S four though aren't going to let him have an easy pass. I mean, Musser, Kinnear, <laughs> those, Renato no. Dave, David. I mean, those guys no. are going. And even yeah. Cavacuti. I mean, those guys raced back in the day against each other in, in super pro back at Sam Boyd stadium. I remember that. Uh, I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, those, yeah, those right. guys right. are not
1: going to let him just come in and, and, and kind of wax it. I mean, they're it's, it's going to have to be earned. I mean, uh, it, it, it's going to be exciting to to see how it unfolds, but uh, it'll definitely not be something easily that Ron can just come in and, and take care of business.
0: Hey, throw in a couple other names too here uh, from the Southern hemisphere. You've got uh, Jason faint, who ran at The Real a number of years ago. He's actually with the Dallas Carding Complex guys. The Australian driver, Jason Fainz, is going to be there as well. And Tiffany Chittenden um, from New Zealand, uh, who will be with Illuminos, has been strong. Of course, Tiffany, uh, the fiancé of uh, badass Matt, uh, Matt Hamilton. Uh, I like the I like Chittenden to be in the in the fight, too. She showed really well uh, at the streets of Lancaster. I think she'll be a top-10 runner as well. It's just, this whole field, 24 of them, not massive but absolutely filled with talent. I mean, I'm jacked about the S4 class. Again, I've said about every category. It's a supernats. Of course I'm jacked. Um, it's Christmas for us, uh, but it's going to be a blast. Let's, let's move to S2, Dave. Um, full field, 45 pre-entries that we're working off of right now for your previews. And of course our special edition of this EK and debrief again, Rob Howden alongside David Cole, uh, thanking you for joining us. Uh, great stuff here right now in the S2 category. Uh, Dave, looking down the list, is there anybody who who are you looking at and saying other than Riley Dickinson? I can't say he's just been absolutely dominant all year long. Who do you th- think you, would you put in the handful that could battle Riley uh, for the race win?
1: Well, I think you have to start intent. Uh, Sky Finley has been in the S two category for a while now. He's got the experience, and it's the same same package. I mean, those two are, are pretty identical when you see him out on the racetrack. So I think Finley definitely has an opportunity there to not only be on the podium, but to, to fight for a victory. Uh, There's a lot of fast guys in there. Rory Vanderster. I mean, he, we've always seen him being fast. He's just got to complete the job and get through all the mechanical issues that he's had before uh, to be able to battle. How do
0: you like, how do you like double, how do you like double duty for Jordan Musser running S2 and S4? I think he's going to be obviously, you know, that double track time allows you to keep dialing things in. I think Jordan could be, could easily be in the fight for a race win. Oh,
1: without a doubt. I mean, Musser's proven it at the regional level to be able to, to race with Dickinson and, and even Jake French, as you saw down at the Texas pro Kart challenge. So um, yeah, for sure. Musser, I mean, like you said, he's another masters guy who, de- who definitely has the capability of running an S1. So this year he's running an S2 though. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, another fast guy that we've seen Colin Daly, the Jamaican running for DRT racing. Uh, he's been fast. He's won. He won at the winter nationals. I mean, he blew away from Dickinson and everybody else in the field. So, uh, you know, if he's got everything working together, working right, he's, he's another driver that has the ability to walk away from this field, even though it's a very competitive field,
0: you know, Dave, coming into the SuperNats. um, I always think the momentum, it's nice to have momentum coming in. I think that's some, one of the reasons why the streets of Lancaster has been so important. Or some of these October races have been strong. I think a couple drivers coming in with good momentum. Uh, Cole Bailey coming off a, a major win in the S2 category in the streets of Lancaster. He's running with Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports on the Praga. Got Gary Carlton helping him out on the wrenches. And working on the mental game as well. And I think Cole's going to be good. He's been doing some testing. Another driver with some momentum coming in. I was down at the Texas Pro Kart Challenge race. And Blair Hosey uh, on the Alpha Kart for Alpha Kart USA and Dams. He was a man. He was impressive. Able to get hole shots on both Dickinson and Jake French at the start. He led both of those drivers for a a number of times in the heat races. Eventually finished on the podium and then in the top five. Wasn't able to quite hang. Uh, but I, I liked what I saw out of Blair Hosey, and I think if he has that momentum and has some confidence coming in, he'll be a driver we can watch as well. Uh, other, some other young drivers coming up who've had success throughout the year. Zach Pettinicci looked pretty good. Um, you, I said you had already mentioned Rory Vanderster, who we know is, could, be, could be incredibly quick as well. Keon Tandon was an S3 driver in the Pro Car Challenge this year. His uh, dad, Vivek Tandon, of course, a veteran driver. Kian almost won the championship battling with Zach Petanici. They're jumping up a weight class to S2 for Supernats. It's a big jump, but I think both of those drivers could be pretty good as well. And and if I, a couple other names I would throw out: Nathan Ads has a chance to be good if he really gets on his game uh, he really jumps in there. And another guy I think will be he's maybe a, a kind of a dark horse running with the you know with VME uh, and the new VMI Kart USA program. Uh, Vince Mandarino is going to be here as well. It's his chassis, the VME. Cameron Egger. Uh, on the VME, I bet you he is going to be strong as well. I think when uh, when we go racing on Super Sunday,
1: yeah, a lot a lot of names, and it and it all boils down to how they develop, how they uh, adapt to the racetrack right away. Wednesday and Thursday, yeah, a lot. I mean, I mean that has to, a lot to do with how well they're going to end up on Super Sunday. I mean, because a lot of these guys they're they're fast in certain places, but they're not fast when they go to another place. So. If if some of these drivers can adapt to to what the race course is, which none of us have driven before, none of us have seen it before <laughs> because it hasn't been laid out yet. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, who adapts well and who doesn't. I mean, I think right away we're going to know who the players are come uh, by the end of Wednesday's practice.
0: Just throwing out a couple more names as we cap off S two. Harry Gottsacker for Champion Racing has been a top ten guy. Jason Pettit for Luminos has really turned it up. Garrett McKelvey's been good as well uh, for the Musgrave Racing Company crew. There are some guys in this field uh, who we definitely want to watch out for. Folks, when we get back after this break, David and I are going to talk a bit about this the, uh, the actual circuit itself. As David mentioned, it is a brand-new circuit, beautiful. We've seen some pictures of the, uh, of the parking lot that people have been kind of hanging out in just to get the feel for Supernats. When we get back, we'll start talking about that, and then we'll look at S1.
1: You've probably heard about the explosive new force and cadet karting Nitro Kart. Nitro Kart drivers have scored many wins at major events around the country. We attend all major National Series events and offer arrive and drives with everything you need to run up front and win. Nitro Kart currently has a few prime spots left for Scusa Supernats in Las Vegas. We're also looking for some quality dealers around the country and the world. Let's see what experts have to say about Nitro Kart. Hi, this is Miles Murray, factory Nitro Kart driver number 18 in Microsoft. Plain and simple, Nitro Kart is the best and fastest kart I've ever had. Nick Tucker is the best karting team owner in the cadet class. He helped me get my first national podium this year. He can help you, too. Get a Nitro Kart before they get you. Nitro Kart, race one or chase one.
0: David, you mentioned the fact that uh, we got a new racetrack, and that's one of the things I think I love about the Supernats. Every year, it's a brand-new track. Now, in the past, they kind of kept the track the same for a couple years maybe if they if it was something that was good. They did that at the Rio. Uh, since Bonner Moulton and Howie Idelson took over last year, brand-new racetrack, they added Wesley Boswell into the design team this year we got a brand-new parking lot, Glass Smooth. That'll be something new. <laughs> Not having the huge whoop-dee-doos coming into some of the braking zones and a brand-new track as well. That level playing field is what really blows things wide open when it comes to the Super Nationals and picking who could be fast because you never know, as you said, the line you used, who who picks up the circuit the quickest.
1: Yeah, this, this circuit kind of has a little bit of last year but a whole lot of new stuff, especially with being in the new yeah. uh, section of the parking lot that we're in now. Uh, and and looking at it, you know, it it definitely has its tight spots. It has a lot of slower corners than what we're used to seeing. I think last year was a really fast track, but now I mean, we're talking one, two, three, four 180's Not to mention the little mm-hmm. the little S's that they have um, towards the further end of the of the of the racetrack, where it's really we're gonna, really going to see guys slowing down. And and it's not necessarily a fast S's. It's a left and then a hard right and then a hard left again. So um it I, I almost want to think it's gonna be a little bit of a slower track than it was last year, which for the shifters, you know, okay, you just drop another gear and boom, you're gone. But for the tag guys, it's gonna be all about rhythm and rhythm. Not so much a uh, a a um oh what's the word I'm looking
0: like a point for? you shoot.
1: Yeah. A flowing. Not not a real flow. Not yeah. a lot of flow but more of a point and shoot you know boom 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 hit your marks hit your marks hit your marks type deal yeah but then
0: i like a rhythm track like that because when you have that s is you if you miss that first s you blow the second one, you blow the third one someone's coming to get you at the end of that section that that complex of corners i think that's great
1: yeah and and the, the great part about what they kept was was the turn one the long the long straightaway the wide sweeper uh, that we stood right next to, uh, I think that's going to be great because a lot of the, you know, obviously, uh, the first year we were at the Las Vegas Convention Center was the start. It was because it was into a 180, and it was just a jam pile, card on top of card on top of card, just mess. And I think last year we saw this.
0: Yeah, we were we were. I was going to say we were also at the at the very zenith, the very pinnacle of. The horrible racecraft we've seen the last couple of years—guys were just driving in there, not lifting, and just driving into the guy in front of them, and hoping they would come out the other side.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it was perfect. It was exactly. A perfect storm. So I, I think now we we have a a, a better idea of what we're going to see at the starts, and and the guys know now what what to uh, expect when when they're starting because it, it's the second year that we're going to be doing it. But you know, again, the 180s—that's that's, going to be a bit rg bargy type type racing. You know, we're going to see some guys. Climbing over the curbs, I think that was one of the craziest things. Like, I think Formal was one of the guys that we were watching, just plowing over the curbs in the one eighties just to just to pass a guy. I mean, that was that was some fun watch.
0: Yeah, I, I like the fact that they got the hairpins lined up because you can't. We had the second hairpin last year, but you didn't have to come all the way around. You kind of rolled through the hairpin and scooted into the like little that little S section. And that allowed people to kind of block to the inside and scoot out. Well, you block to the inside now, and you're going to get in and out. You're going to get past. And I, and I like that. I like the fact that there's some risk-reward uh, in those hairpins. Uh, Dave, let's move now quickly into S1. 23 drivers on our pre-entry list for the S1 category. And as we expected in a pro cat class, wow, we're talking – Multi time super nationals race winners. We're talking pro tour champions, pro tour plate holders, race winners. Uh, Gary Carlton, uh, yeah, last year's back to back KZ, uh, of course, race winner, Paulo DeCanto, Danny Formal. You've got national number one and the number one ranked driver in the country, Jake French, uh, Lancaster and spring nationals winner, Nick LeDuc. You've got Billy Musgrave. You throw in a Hunter Pickett who was a winner this year in s1 you got Ronnie White the veteran you got the top driver in the Pacific Northwest Kyle Wick and then you bring this guy Joey Wimsett back to the hunt the guy that was able to score the big money won the championship and the Supernats a number of years ago at the Rio this this now I just I just grabbed some guys coming down the the list this field is yeah I, jammed.
1: Think, I think you you start with the number one guy right now in the sport Jake French I mean this it's been a phenomenal year for him. Six straight podiums. I think it's seven, eight dating back to the summer nationals of last year where he was stood on the podium on Sunday, stood on the podium at the super nationals and has been on the podium ever since all through 2017. So, you know, hadn't he now has the pro tour victory or pro tour championship. I think the super nationals is next on his bucket list. And I think right now is the perfect year for him to try and do that because the two-time defending winner, Danny Formal, he's not exactly the guy that we saw the last two years.
0: Uh, he's transitioned, obviously, doing a lot of uh, doing a lot of car racing as well in Costa Rica. They uh, had had some mechanical issues with Danny throughout the year. David, would you agree this feels almost like uh, the U.S. shifter cart number one guy against the world shifter cart number one guy? Does it feel like Jake French versus Paulo DeCanto with Gary Carlton thrown in for fun?
1: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we saw this in 2014 when we had uh, Rick Drizang or uh, Dr- <laughs> Rick Drizang. <laughs> That's
0: oh. a good WK reference for you. It is. <laughs> you well know what I'm talking
1: about. You know who well I'm talking. Done. About. Well done. It's, well done. Well done. Well done. the end of the well day, done. I can't just talk. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Who was the other guy? Just keep rolling.
0: Just keep rolling. Just I know. No, rolling. I'm trying Don't to think.
1: Who was the other guy?
0: I don't even know who you're that. talking about right now. It's it's yeah, it's yeah, the end of the day, too. I'm getting exhausted. Don't even just roll through. Go to the next one.
1: All right. Anyway, so we we already <laughs> saw some of the top world shift car drivers come over and race in the S1 category. We've seen it at the Super Nats as well, too. Uh, but I think with DeCanto coming in now with two world championships under his belt, I think he definitely has the opportunity to steal the S1 victory from the United States racers for sure.
0: Yeah, and and again, he, the, both these drivers are, are that good, and and DeCanto is the world champion. So I love the I love the challenge for Jake French to step up and rock and roll on it. I, I like having him push like he is because Formel's going to be in the fight. You know the the fight. You know he is. Gary Carlton's going to be in the fight, which is which is exciting. I think Matt Hamilton's going to be in the fight as well. Obviously, Matt's super strong for Illuminos. I think he's going to be right in the middle of it. You got Jeremy Iglesias coming back. We haven't seen him. It's going to get, have him back in the fight. Um, you know, S two champion and S two Supernats winner from a couple of years ago. Austin Wilkins is here. Um, this is going to be a good good battle. This is this one's going to be just really fun to watch. You're going to have that. I think real honest pure battle back and forth it's one of the things I like about S1 racing is the fact that David we've talked about this uh, many many times where there's that level of respect between those drivers they'll get into each other they'll you know, get alongside each other there may be a bit of contact but it's con- controlled contact respectful contact to make the pass and the guy will go right back at it and try to get him again it's not like they're hammering and beating each other up although we do know there was a bit of a riff I believe between Jake French and Gary Carlton at the Winter Nationals we'll see if that happens again Uh, I like rivalries. That's definitely a pretty solid rivalry when it comes to American shifter cart racing.
1: Well, I think the one you're thinking of is Carlton and Musgrave.
0: Oh, that's Uh, right, Musgrave. Pardon me.
1: Yeah, those two have have kind of gone back and forth all season long. uh, Do we see it happen again here? Well, you know, and I was just going to talk about Musgrave because last year, that was his first weekend on the Illuminos, and he was fast out of the box. But that's something that we saw in the S one, where the faster guys kind of slowed down as the weekend went on, and then some guys moved up as the weekend moved on. So I'm not quite sure what we're going to see this year. But yeah, Musgrave and Carlton, I think that rivalry is rivalry is going to continue. Uh, but then, you, and then you throw French in there with the Conto. I mean, it's yeah, it, it's going to be. Let me,
0: and I'll correct myself. The the battle between French and Carlton was at the Summer Nationals in Newcastle. They went at it pretty good at. at at the supernats battling each other into the into the you know the first oh, cor- yes. well, the last corner first corner crossed the line going deep on each other coming into the breakies zone at what was turn number 1 I like rivalries and I like I like it even more in the pro categories I think it's uh, I think it's where we need the battles to be and I'm it's going to be fun to see uh the guys at the front of that grid like we said DeConto's going at it French, your national number 1 uh, number 1 in ECAN rankings Matt Hamilton coming off uh, another solid run this year at Streets of Lancaster, this is—I love it. It's going to be some great racing for sure. Let's, Dave. Let's take one more break because when we get back, let's talk about our final category—the one that uh, we always like to watch. It's a good time to see it here in the U.S. KZ. You'll get uh, our little preview of the KZ category after this. Hey, just so you know, it's not too late to start thinking about Christmas presents. In fact, it's probably the perfect time to buy EK and gear. And sock it away for December. We'll have Heidi Welk and our EKN Trackside store at a few races this year. But you can always go online to order something for your favorite carter. You've seen our EKN clothing in the paddock. So get some for yourself. And it's all perfect for back to school as well. We have an awesome lineup. Hats, t-shirts, and sweatshirts. Cool clothing for babies and toddlers to get them started on the right path early. We even have can koozies for bench racing in the paddock or the garage. And you can get everything you're looking for at ecardinews.com slash store. Welcome back, race fans. The Super Nationals edition, special edition here of the E-CAN debrief. Rob Howard, and David Cole. Uh, we are busy working. David's been hammering out uh, the previews. Uh, for the event, uh, I'm excited that we're working with some really great companies again this year uh, for the EKN live broadcast. Uh, thrilled to have Acceleration Karting back on board. Uh, we've got uh, Dams and Alpha Kart USA and Illuminos as our daily sponsors. Uh, we'll give you more information on the on the associates that are that are signing back up. We're right close to signing on our title sponsor as well. Always fun to do the live broadcast. We get a lot of people listening in. It's going to be a fantastic year. David KZ. 36 drivers pushing their way to 40, but the KZ class is about as strong as we'd be hoping for. There's a lot of great drivers uh, that we uh, we're looking to see battle it out. We're going to get to see DeCanto get going back at it again. We get to see Anthony Abbas again. Uh, we get to see Boss Lammers. We got some guys that have won at the Supernaturals before. And we got we got guys that just love coming to this event, and that's one of the things I love about when they're there, especially a guy like Boss Lammers. You know everybody loves him in the paddock. He just he just absolutely shows the passion for the sport and, and a passion for the the event itself. You know, Super Nationals, Las Vegas. It's not something that the European guys get to uh, you know get to experience on a regular. Well, it's courses. kind of
1: like going to Monaco for the F one drivers. So it's a fun little playground they get to go yeah. racing. So yeah, it the, the KZ category is without a doubt the most fun class to watch. Just the sound, the speed the professionalism of the drivers that we see up front and just, just the racecraft that they produce. It's amazing.
0: Uh, you know, there's some other drivers who have been to this event many times. And I think that are going to, they are obviously going to show there. you know, Gary Carlton, his big win, uh, in the KZ category a couple of years ago was huge uh Danny Bray has had so much success in Supercart USA competition he's had success at the Supernats I think he's going to be good Danny Formal uh I'm excited to see if, if Danny's kind of able to if he gets in there and really kind of grabs it and runs with it it'll be cool to see uh I like you know another one I think is gonna be cool is Hunter Pickett making a jump up to to the uh the KZ class here this year he's running both S1 and KZ I think it's a jump into the deep end but I like it for uh for Hunter what are your thoughts
1: yeah I mean we I think we have let me look at the total. I think it was eight drivers that are doing both S1 and KZ. So one, two, we got Carlton, DeCanto, Formal, Fife, Iglesias, Keck, and Pickett. So we got those guys doing both wow. KZ at night and S1 in the morning. So I, I think we'll see those guys kind of step up early in the KZ sessions. But uh, come Thursday, you know, you'll see your Abbas, your Lammers, your – the guys who are just running yep. KZ kind of step in a little bit more and, and produce the speed in order to, to be able to compete. Um, but yeah, I think Bray is another one. I mean, he's, he's been racing here for nearly a decade now. I think he really loves coming to the United States and racing uh, super national. He's got some pro tour championships, but I think a super nationals win would be amazing for him. He'd love to come in and do that.
0: Yeah. get that, get that one lat, you know, on the, on the resume. I think he would absolutely go crazy for that for sure here's one I like. And it, it, again, it's kind of a full circle deal, which I really dig, you know, Dave, I know you posted something up on e news on our Facebook page. And we talk about uh, looking back. And I think it was a 2002 or 2003 super nationals when James Hinchcliffe and Robert Wickens both ran for first cart in North America. And, uh, you know, Robert went on to a fantastic career in the DTM series after going through Atlantic, uh, working his way into uh, GP two, uh, you know, had a test p- program with Formula One at one point. Ended up going to, D- to DTM. It's a young kid I've I've watched race since he was probably 12 or 13 years old. I love seeing him come back. He just signs to run with Schmidt Peterson Motorsports in the Verizon IndyCar Series. Him and Hinchcliffe hook up. What's he decide to do? That's how we'll celebrate. I'm gonna go run with my brother Trevor Wicken's team, Prime Power Team. We're gonna go run KZ at the Super Nationals. I have talked a bit with with Robbie, and he was asking me who was racing and. He's excited to get out there. He has done some carding in the winter tour uh, over the last couple of years. But how do you like a, a guy like that stepping up and say, you know what, I'm back in North America. I'm going to the Supernats again. I, I, like, I think it's ballsy, and I like it.
1: No, it's good. I mean, we saw Rossi do it last year, and I think, to be honest, Wickens has a yep. better shot at it with his carding experience that he's done over the last few years. I mean, we've seen him battle in DD2 down at the winter tour. So uh, this is – This is not, he's not going to be some pushover. I mean, he's going to be one of those guys who, to be honest, could be in the top 10 come at the end of qualifying. I really think so.
0: I like it. I like it. Well, folks, that's going to wrap things up here. David and I just wanted to take some time to kind of go over this and get it up on the ECAN radio network, part of our podcast program uh, we keep telling you how big our podcast program is going to be next year. We've got a lot of great stuff in the books. It's going to be one of the things that we really focus on in 2018. We'll be rolling out the EKN Radio Network uh, fully in December. Uh, a lot of good stuff happening for next year. But David, it's been a it's been an awesome year. We've done I don't know 23 or 24 uh, events you and I combined uh, being trackside uh more for next year we're at you know adding the texas pro car challenge we've got the can am karting uh challenge again we've got the scuza winter series throw that in there as well uh one great thing about the supernats dave is is we get to wrap things up we get to go to the biggest race spend a week in las vegas eat some pretty badass food uh you get your in and out fix which is awesome i'm sure mike jones will get his fix as well uh to be honest, dude, this is just a great way to cap. <laughs> just a great way to cap off the season. We love coming to the Supernats. We're almost at the hour mark here. What are your thoughts, bud?
1: Yeah, it, going to the Supernats—it's always a great, great adventure. You know, just just getting there, taking in the atmosphere, going around yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, shaking everybody's hand, saying hi, just getting a feel for what. You think is going to happen during the week? I mean, you really don't know until you know Wednesday morning when when the first carts hit the track and you get the goosebumps going, and it's it's just it's it's, there's no it's 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 there's there's no other feeling in carting. There really isn't.
0: Yeah, agreed. It's like you said on on Thursday morning when they first kick things up and you get that cloud of smoke off the grid and. Guys get out there for the first time to get a sample. And that's those, the guys in the morning sessions, those young guys, you know, th- they're going to give the feedback on the, on the track and ha- how they like it. In the afternoon, we're going to get that feedback from uh, more of the senior drivers as as they get to get on track for the first time. And, and with this new, you know, new pavement, I, I dig it. We're right on the strip. Um, you're right. It's just such an amazing time for me. It's super Sunday when I get a chance to get out there and MC the opening ceremonies. You know, we get to now honor the Scusa hall of fame, inductees it's just you know super sunday is the christmas for us i think when i get a chance to scream those words out i just love it and it's we set ourselves up for some amazing events just an absolutely great day of racing i look at what i do throughout the year david you know you have some major events that we go to you know for me i look at two big days i look at being on pit lane for the indianapolis 500 with the indianapolis motor speedway race radio radio network And then I get a chance to work with you at the Super Nationals. We've done it. uh, I've done it twenty times. This is my twenty-first. You got to be. You got to be up there, Dave. Somewhere around fifteen, right? Are you fourteen or fifteen now? For you?
1: I can't do math anymore. But uh, (laughs) you have a
0: degree in math. (laughs) Exactly.
1: I can't do it anymore. It's done. All right. Well, Uh,
0: I can respect that. Two thousand four was your first one, right?
1: Jason Bull standing on the. Standing on the UNLV 50-yard line with the trophy in hand in the air—that—that—that that, that was my first memory of Supernat uh, So standard. I missed. Yeah, I missed 2007 for the birth of my first child, but other than that, I've been at every one since. So, uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, it, it. I'm getting up there. I'm getting up there. I'm not getting any <laughs> younger. That's for sure.
0: But, <laughs> well, it's uh, always it's a super- pleasure to work. Go ahead. I was going to say, Dave, it's always it's always a pleasure to work with you there. It's Super Sunday. It's the biggest race, biggest day, at least for us, I think, uh, when it comes to competition. We look forward to all the events, capping things off, and and then wrapping up the day with a cold one at the, at the Westgate, just saying, man, that was a lot of fun to watch because there's going to be some guys that are going to be unbelievably happy uh, at the end of Super Sunday having put in a race win uh, on their resume. Dave, thanks for joining me here, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, previews continue to stream out. Uh, this is uh, this is a lot of work for David Cole, ladies and gentlemen. We're very happy that Thanksgiving comes up right afterwards, and and he can get about four or five days off to to relax with the family. Because really, there isn't uh, a tougher time, tougher like two or three week period for us uh, than prepping for the supernats. We hope you enjoy everything we bring you. We're excited about our EK and Trackside live coverage. We're excited about the live broadcast we're going to be bringing as well for everyone. This is uh, this is going to be a fun year. We're past the 20 year mark. We're into the what the third decade. Uh, for this great race and, and we hope that you all join us on ekn and, and the ekn live program on behalf of david cole this has been rob howden ladies and gentlemen this is a debrief podcast a special edition for the Super Nationals 21 it's time to go racing we'll see you all in las vegas <laughs>